Hey there, welcome to another episode of Fast Forward, a podcast from QSR Magazine. My name is Sam Okus, I'm the editor of QSR and the editorial director of Food News Media. Uh, as we have been doing for the last month or so, we've got another episode today for you from somebody who has a perspective on getting through this uh, period of crisis through the coronavirus pandemic. Today I'm talking to Joe Koss, he is the CEO of Culver's. Of course, you know Culver's as the beloved burger chain out of Wisconsin that is now expanding all over the country with more than 700 locations. Uh, but of course, as with every other restaurant chain in America, they are wrestling with how to pivot in response to the COVID-19 pandemic and how to take care of their individual stores and really reconsider what it means to run a restaurant in this time. Culver's, of course, is very much about hospitality, very much about a warm experience in the restaurants. They do have drive throughs and as Joe talks about, that has really protected their brand in this time. But he also also gets into talking about how the company is really rethinking hospitality, how Culver's is able to transfer that warm experience to an off-premises occasion across a system of 700 plus locations, especially one uh, that is franchised and in communities big and small. Uh, before I get into that conversation with Joe Koss, however, I want to talk to you a little bit about this new initiative we've just started on social media. Uh, yesterday, we launched what we are calling QSR Serves hashtag QSR serves. Uh, what we wanted to do is give you an opportunity to share all of the positive stories um, going on with your brands uh, on social media and for us to then share those with the rest of the world. Uh, we have been hearing from a lot of you about the great initiatives you've launched to support your communities. You're providing for medical professionals. You're providing for hungry children who are out of school, for uh, workers on the front lines and essential businesses, for the unemployed. There is a lot of good that the restaurant industry is doing right now. And we want to recognize that good on social media. So we've launched the hashtag QSR serves. Here's how this works. Whenever you post a photo or video uh, to Instagram or Twitter showing these great initiatives, showing the ways in which you are taking care of your community, include the hashtag QSR serves and include our handle at QSR magazine on both platforms. Uh, if you include those things, uh, we want to reshare them so that we can broadcast these great initiatives. Um, to the rest of the industry and the rest of the world. We love what you guys are doing, and we're going to continue to help you share those stories and inspire and encourage others, both in this industry and out. Um, we are getting through this together. This is the hospitality industry. We take care of people, and that's what you guys are doing now, and we want to take care of you. So please include hashtag QSR serves, as well as our Instagram or Twitter handle at QSR magazine, whenever you are posting those photos or videos of taking care of com your communities, and uh, we will go ahead and reshare those. As always, you can keep up with all of the information about what's going on in the industry today at qsrmagazine.com. All of our coronavirus-related content is available at qsrmagazine.com slash coronavirus, uh, but all of the, the news and the insights and the resources you need are available on our website. Again, we want to be here for you in this time. Please don't hesitate to reach out. You can email sam at qsrmagazine.com if you just want to talk, if you need a resource, or if you have a voice that you think would be important either for the website or this podcast, please do reach out. Okay, now rolling into my conversation with Culver's CEO, Joe Koss. Joe, thank you so much for taking some time today. I imagine uh, things are as busy for you as they are for everybody else in the industry. Uh, maybe tell me a little bit first about what the last month has been like for Culver's. Yeah, well, thank you, Sam, uh, for uh, for asking me to speak to you uh 
And uh, it has been a, uh, a crazy month uh, for everyone. And I think it goes without saying this is something that uh, none of us have ever experienced in our lifetime. And, uh, you know, certainly we, we pray for anyone who's been personally impacted uh, by this terrible virus. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we hope uh, all of the measures we're taking are, are helping to, to flatten that curve. But, uh, yeah, at Culver's, uh, it has been uh, certainly a, a month of change. And, you know, early on that included um, – putting in place the extra precautions, uh, the safety measures to help uh, minimize the spread of the virus. And then certainly as we, we saw the, uh, the various states uh, enact the, uh, the uh, safer at home or shelter in place uh, restrictions, uh, we of course had to close our, our dining rooms and, uh, so over the last month, uh, we've moved to the drive-through only uh, model mm-hmm. for our business. Um, we're very thankful that we have our drive-throughs, and and certainly thankful for our uh, our awesome operators and team members who have uh, continued to be able to uh, to serve our guests in this uh, in this strange new world. Yeah, you mentioned the drive-throughs. I, I have talked to a, a few other people who have really said that the drive-through has been very much, you know, the saving grace through all of this. That uh, without that, sales would be much a much worse position. I mean, do you feel like drive-through, but also some of the other off-premises stuff that the industry as a whole has really invested in the last few years? Do you think it really softened the blow? Yeah, certainly for us. I mean, the the, the drive-through was a growing part of our business and had been for the past decade. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and certainly under our model, you know, our drive through percentage percentage was, was probably lower than, uh, some of our peers in the, uh, QSR industry. Um, but, uh, as we moved to that drive through only model, you know, we saw a significant uh, increase in that drive through business. And, um, again, we're, we're, we're thankful that we're able to, to still serve our guests in that environment. You know, certainly mm-hmm. uh, still um, still able to do uh, call-in orders and uh, uh, for a, a select uh, few of our restaurants, uh, mobile ordering as well. But um, uh, pretty incredible, uh, uh, the volumes we, we've been able to do through our drive-through. And, and well, thankful that our, our guests still still trust us to, to come in and uh, choose to, uh, to get Culver's in that way. And when I think of Culver's, I think of hospitality. I think, I mean, you guys are really, you know, above the pack when it comes to just a really warm and welcome environment and, and a great experience. How are you, how do you work to keep that up through these kind of, you know, uncertain and kind of scary times? Yeah, no, thank you for saying that. And, and we appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we're, we're very proud of the food that we offer at Culver's, but, uh, you know, for us, it, it has always been about the people. And, and we talk a great deal that we are in the uh, people business and, uh, now more so than ever. And, uh, our operators have built up a, a great deal of trust in their communities over the years. And, uh, that trust is, is never more important than it is today. And, you know, we're hearing so many <clears throat> comments from our guests uh, about how much they appreciate us being open and the hospitality uh, that our, our team members are, are showing. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially in this environment, and, and we've talked that uh, we're able to, 
to fill a great need in our communities right now. And even in this environment, people still need to eat and, and we right. can fill that need. But as well, I, I think we can we can be a bright spot in their day and, and maybe bring a, a much needed smile to their face. And, and our guests are telling us that. And I'm, I'm so proud of our our operators and their teams and, and what they're able to do in this environment. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you have hundreds of restaurants now really across the country. How do you create, how do you make that consistent? How, how are you making sure that that's, that doesn't waver from store to store across the country? Yeah, certainly, you know, it, it, it comes down to the great owner operators that we have and now, yeah, as you mentioned, over 750 restaurants in, in 26 states and, you know, consistency has always been uh, something we've preached, and, and that starts with uh, you know our training. But uh, more so today, it's about uh, providing ongoing and transparent communications. So we've had to communicate much more so uh, in recent weeks about changes in operational procedures and, and how we do things, and and uh, uh, our operators have have responded and uh, made those necessary changes and. Uh, think that's why uh, our guests continue to trust us. You've mentioned that word trust a couple of times. And I, I think so much of that, so much of what we've gone through the last month has been about trust, because I think the first couple of weeks was really that whiplash period where there was a lot of fear. And I think people, customers were worried that restaurants could help to spread the coronavirus. And, and now I think we've started to come back from that where people are starting to understand that restaurants are just as safe, if not even safer than grocery stores, I think. But but of course, you do have to regain that trust. I think restaurants do have to do some communicating to the customers to get that trust back. What What's the communication to the customers been like from Culver's? Yeah, so I, I, I think you're right about the restaurant industry, you know, our industry has always done a, a terrific job of, of serving food safely and uh, very proud of all of our peers in the industry for um, stepping up and, and uh, uh, putting in additional safety precautions that are, that are needed to minimize the spread of this virus. But as well, <clears throat> we've had to communicate with our guests and, and we've done it in a number of ways and whether that's uh, um, through uh, social media or digital, or, you know, we've even crafted uh, some uh, different uh, TV commercials as well uh, mm. to, to talk about that message that, uh, you know, you can still get a, a delicious meal uh, at Culver's prepared safely. And I think that is important for our guests to know that. And, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's what we're trying to do. It's interesting talking about, you know, filming a commercial. It's, you know, all, obviously a company the size of Culver's, I'm sure you have these really thought out plans and you're looking ahead months and months to, to plan for some of these things like marketing and all of this has happened in the last month. You really have to just kind of fly by the seat of your pants. How hard is it to do that for a, a chain the size of Culver's? Well, I've told a couple of people this, that I have still not located the instruction manual for something like that. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if anyone has. So yeah, we've had to, we've had to adjust on the fly and I'm very proud of, of our team for stepping up and, and, uh, and really this has impacted every area of our business and uh, the entire team has stepped up to adjust and, and uh, you know, make decisions uh, on the fly and um, then communicate and, uh, and uh, implement those changes in our restaurants. And uh, mm -hmm. it's it's a new way of doing business. And especially for us, as, as we're all working remotely uh, now as well, uh, 
mm-hmm. a different challenge that presents. But uh, again, very proud of the team for stepping up and, and making those necessary adjustments as needed. Yeah. Earlier, you were talking about some operational changes. I'm wondering what has happened in this season that you feel like you're going to take with you into the future. What are some lessons and learnings that you've you've taken that you've you've gleaned from all of this that the system has gleaned from all of this that you feel will be applied to the Culver's business long term? Yeah, certainly many learnings that that will come out of this experience. And well, I think the the key learning for all of us is that we can't take anything for granted and. Uh, mm. That's just not in our business. That's in our personal lives. When you think about just the, the freedom to, to move around as you choose or, or the importance of personal interactions with other people, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we, we have taken those things for granted and, and those still are very important for us. But maybe more so for us is, is the culture piece and something that we've stressed uh, for many, many years, the importance of culture, the importance of, of living our mission statement and our core values, that has never been more important than it is right now. And and as well, the importance of people. I, I'm just so proud of all of our restaurant team members who have, who have stepped up in this very difficult environment. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, again, we can never take our people for granted either. But um, certainly that transparent communication <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we may not have all the answers. You know, there, there have been a number of questions that, that have been posed and we may not have the answers, but you've got to, you've got to continue that, that uh, transparent communication uh, along mm-hmm. the way. But uh, I think many lessons that we're going to learn throughout this, uh, this experience. For sure. And obviously, you know, there's, there's no way we can know for certain what will happen in the future, but I'm wondering what you think about the direction of the restaurant industry. I mean, you know, from, from my point of view, it seemed like the, the restaurant industry was, you know, had gotten to a point where it was pretty oversaturated. I think some of the shakeout that's going to happen from the coronavirus was probably bound to happen over the, the course of maybe two years instead of two months anyway. But, um, you know, just thinking about the direction of where the restaurant industry was going and now taking into consideration the last, you know, month, what do you envision for where the restaurant industry is at the other side of this? How do you think things will have changed permanently for the broader industry? Yeah. So certainly this has had a devastating impact on on many businesses, right? But particularly Mm -hmm. in the restaurant industry, I I just feel for all of our peers in this industry and and all of the the many employees that that are now out of work. And you know, unfortunately I think that there will be some that that won't survive this. And I think that's just sad. I, you know, we have such a great industry and so many great restaurants, and that includes chain restaurants and, and independents. And, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe the industry was overbuilt, but uh, um, unfortunately, I think we're going to see some restaurants that that won't reopen. Um, but uh, again, you know, this is a very resilient industry and and one that uh, I think works together. And, and uh, I think we'll all figure out how to how to work together to, to get through this and and come out on the other side. Um, but you know, what, what still I don't think anyone knows is how will, how will society react coming out of this and how will the consumer react? Um, and you know, will they, will they be, uh, cautious to, to come out and, you know, will they want to come out and, and, uh, and enjoy a meal in, in our dining room or any other restaurant dining room? I, I, I hope mm-hmm. so. I hope that happens uh, at some point. 
Um, you know, and I think it's still important that, that we have those celebrations in life and whether that's a birthday or an anniversary or, you know, a graduation, uh, those things that uh, so many people are, are missing out on right now that, you know, restaurants can fill that need to, to be that place to celebrate. I, I hope that continues in the future, but to be determined how, how society mm. reacts. Do you think that technology will become all the more important? You know, talking about some of these off-premises experiences that have popped up over the last couple of years and how those have really helped to protect, I think, the restaurant industry over this last month. I mean, do you think that becomes even more important? Do you think customers start to expect that they're going to experience restaurants more through their devices than ever before? Yeah, I think. I mean, we we saw that, that growing trend before this. I think uh, that will continue as well. Um, we see that across society. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't see that trend changing. Um, so, you know, certainly um, that will be a part of the restaurant industry going forward. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I hope I hope there's still that that face to face interaction and that uh, that uh, in restaurant dining in whatever form that that may take. And it may look different and, and certainly you know, we're going to have the added precautions uh, when that does happen. But uh, mm-hmm. I think I think that's still important for for uh, for society as a whole. Yeah, it seems like at the very least, probably restaurants will have to space out their tables a little bit more just to you know take those precautions. Yeah, I think we're we're going to see uh, any number of different uh, operational changes within our restaurant, and, and certainly driven by the various states and, and of course the health agencies as well. But, um, we'll be, uh, we'll be prepared to, uh, to make those necessary changes so that, uh, we can open our doors up, uh, at some point here. Sure. Uh, Joe, last question for you. I've been asking everybody to, uh, close our conversations just with a little bit of, of hope or encouragement or wisdom that you can leave listeners with something for them to, to really hold on to after this. Yeah. And I think this is, this is something we've been, we've been talking about throughout this experience is that you do need to stay positive even in times mm-hmm. like this. And, and I think we all, we all choose what attitude we're going to bring to the day and why not choose a positive attitude and and, uh, um, we will get through this and we'll get through it together Um, there will be a another side to this and uh, you know I I know there's talk about how contagious this virus is and it is a scary thing and we want to get it under control as as quickly as possible but uh, I've also said that smiles are contagious Mm. let's share some smiles and and spread some smiles as well. But uh, mm-hmm. we're a great industry and, and we will get through this together. That's good. Yeah, thank you, Joe. I appreciate it and appreciate your time today. Be well. Thank you, Sam. You, uh, you stay safe and stay healthy as well.